0: Welcome to the All or Something Living Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Kepler, and this podcast is all about ditching black and white thinking and exploring the gray areas of health, happiness, and everything in between. If you're ready to feel empowered and inspired, then let's get to it. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode 88 of the All or Something Living Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the beliefs that you need to become a successful entrepreneur. However, if you're not an entrepreneur, maybe you aspire to be one day, or maybe you just never want to be an entrepreneur, you can still apply these to your everyday life and how to just be successful in life or any venture that you set out on. So starting a business requires courage and grit or doing anything difficult if we want to translate it into that. Playing big requires a lot of courage and grit. And it's one of the most, I believe, and I've heard others express this as well, that it's one of the most effective forms of personal and professional development like ever. Because you're literally putting a mirror in front of yourself and you have to face all these things, all these beliefs that you have, um, all these fears that hold you back, you have to face them in order to move forward and to really be successful. So some days you're going to feel on top of the world, and then other days you're left wondering why the hell you decided that this was right for you. So for the difficult days, it's very important that you hold some key beliefs close in order to keep you moving forward anyway. So by the end of this podcast episode, you're going to be equipped with the beliefs that you need to not only be successful in your business ventures, but in all other areas of life as well. This podcast is sponsored by the All or Something Lifestyle Crash Course. If you love and benefit from this podcast, then you are really going to love this course. So for just $27, you can learn the ins and outs of how you can finally get out of your own way and become unapologetic about your life's visions and desires. The crash course is divided into four short modules. In the first module, I'll break down how you can stop chasing external validation and find the confidence within yourself to complete any important goal that you set. Module two is all about learning how to have such a deep, fulfilling relationship with yourself that you quit living for the when, and you start living for the now. In module three, you'll discover why you likely experience binges and strong cravings when it comes to food, and how to set goals to nourish your body without feeling the need to be perfect or restrict or diet all the time. And finally, in module four, you'll learn how to show up more consistently for yourself, your relationships, your professional life, and more. I'll teach you how you can build flexible routines that allow you to be productive while still honoring down days. You'll finish each day feeling accomplished and proud of yourself. With each module, you get a PDF worksheet, and I've even included an emergency self-care kit for times when you feel burnt out or tired. You can access the course anytime, anywhere, and watch the videos with slides if you're a visual learner or listen as you complete other tasks if you're more of an auditory learner. To sign up, click click the link in the show notes or visit laurenkepler.com and go to the Courses tab. Hope to see you in there. Alrighty, so the first thing that you need to understand when you're striving for success is that ebbs and flows are normal. So have you ever noticed that there are days when you feel super motivated and on top of things you're just like a friend texted me this morning and even was like you're on a roll sister and it's a really good week for me because of that but then there are days and sometimes even full weeks or even longer when you feel overwhelmed you feel unmotivated to do anything um, sometimes it's related to other things going on in our lives, sometimes we women experience hormones that make it difficult to function, and so when that happens to us, it's really easy to think that we're falling back into old patterns, or that we're going to let um, our ways of self-sabotaging get in the get in the way, our ways of self-sabotaging, you know what I mean, um, that that basically we are going to fall back into old ways and we're gonna become stuck there. And that's really scary when you work so hard to achieve a certain level of success and then you're like, oh my gosh, I was a fraud this whole time. So I'm here to just remind you, uh, or maybe even tell you the first time if you don't already know this yet, but that's just the normal flow of life. That's how life goes. Ebbs and flows are normal for everybody at any level. And it might be really easy to look at somebody who is, say, more successful than you or at the level of success that you desire to be, and you may see their highlight reel on Instagram or whatever it is that they share, and you think, well, shoot, like, they never have downtimes. Um, they're always showing up online. Just so you know, a lot of entrepreneurs have automated um systems, and they batch work and have work ahead of time to... To deal with those ebbs and flows. I am one of those people as well. I have content that's like that I create in one sitting or one week and it continues to disseminate throughout like months. That way I can take vacations or like I said have bad days or weeks and I'm able to have more flexibility in my business. Um, One thing that I really love is that in learning more about hormones and hormonal cycles, one thing that's always recommended by these teachers is that we try if we can, and this is a lot easier, again, if you're an entrepreneur and you create your own schedule, but you can do it as well if say you work in a corporate environment where you still have some control over the projects that you do and when you do them. Um, But it can be really beautiful once you sync up your cycle to um, once you sync up your cycle to the ways that your hormones are making you feel and what is best supportive for you throughout the month. And that honors the, that honors the ebbs and flows and allows you to show up in your strong points during all those different parts of the month. And if you want to know more about that, just let me know. Uh, If you're not already following me on Instagram at Lauren M. Kepler, you can reach out to me there and just say, wow, that sounds fascinating. Can you talk more about that? And I would love to do a full episode on that or recommend some resources for you to check out as well. And so relating that as well to the seasons of, um, in nature, it's, If you pay attention to that, then it's obvious that the seasons are also always changing. And of course, depending on where you live, this might look a little bit different. But nature doesn't apologize for having down days, and neither should you. So just like life... Owning a business is full of ebbs and flows. Some weeks you're going to be cashing in the dough. You're going to be doing amazing, getting new clients, making sales, kicking ass. And then there's going to be times where you're wondering if it's like time to get a part-time job. Like, shit, is this really going to work out for me? And sometimes you're going to feel really confident in your abilities, I'm actually feeling that right now, like today, as I'm recording episodes, thankfully, because it's not always the case, but I still push forward anyway, um, or I still move forward anyway. And so sometimes you're going to feel completely confident in your abilities or like yesterday. And it's so funny. These are just two different days. One day was like so close to today. Yesterday is so close to today. And yesterday I wasn't feeling as confident and today I am. So that's just something if I were to say that yesterday like well because I'm not feeling as confident or I'm second guessing myself then I can't get work done. If I were to do that then I would be held back on a lot of my projects and I wouldn't be able to show up consistently because I would be so worried about the voice in my head that tells me that I'm not good enough when now I recognize that This is normal. It's normal to have ups and downs, but I'm still going to move forward anyway. So knowing that it's part of the process will remind you that it's not a sign to quit. Conflict is an opportunity for growth. It's, it shows you that there's an opportunity for growth. And so when you find yourself up against barriers, it's important to question, why is this here? or sometimes to not even question it and just know, like, I see what you're doing, little voice inside my head, I'm not gonna really listen to you today because I have things to do. So when you start to notice yourself feeling burnt out or in need for some self-care, it's so important that you step away and actually give yourself what you need because a lot of the times we feel like, well, I don't have time to to practice self-care or I don't have time to go do a workout today or to meditate. And then what happens is that we push that off for so long that we end up getting burnt out. And that's when we have the weeks or the months where we just don't show up at all because we held on for so long that now the thought of even writing a blog post or recording a podcast episode makes us want to throw up. And so stepping away whenever you need to, You know, and I always talk about prevention, and so I have preventative self-care measures in place every single day that are part of my routine that help me prevent being burnt out. So when you do give yourself that time away, just remind yourself that it's actually a gift for you, and when you come back, you're going to come back feeling refreshed and newly inspired. So that's the first thing to remember is just that there are going to be ebbs and flows in business, in life, in your relationships, in everything that you do. You can't escape the ebbs and flows. The second thing that I want you to know is that you can survive criticism and failure. And I get it. Like, I fully get how terrifying criticism and failure sounds and feels because I still feel that. I still tense up when I write a controversial post and I want to throw up because I'm waiting for the people to come in and say what they need to say or threaten, you know, my um my beliefs or you know. However, it is going to show up that post. And you know when it comes to failure and criticism, especially when it comes to running the business, it can feel, or running a business, it can feel even scarier because then you have this thing in your head that tells you, and I mean, the truth really is if you fail, you could lose money. You could lose investments. Criticism could lead to a loss in customers, which results in a loss in revenue. You might fail and publicly and then everybody sees that like, hey, you... um. You took the leap, you told everybody about the fact that you were working in your business full-time and then here you are having to get another job, a part-time job or a full-time job because it didn't work out and the shame that you're going to face is terrifying. And I get that too because, you know, this is the first year that I've been able to work in my business full-time and even being saying that to people, I feel like a fraud and I'm like, what if this doesn't work out? Um, and I've built up in my mind for so long that it's going to work out, you know, because I really work on my mindset, but there are still sometimes where I'm like, how is it going to look if this doesn't work out and people are going to see that and know that and the people that know me well are going to think that I'm a failure. But the thing is, and this is what I remind myself as well, is that when you signed up to become an entrepreneur, or to play bigger in your life, you knew that these were the risks that came along. But I'm sure that you also understand the re- that the rewards of owning a business or doing great things greatly outweigh the risks. Um, I hope I said that right. The rewards greatly outweigh the risks. Because if you didn't feel that way, then you wouldn't have started in the first place. And sometimes maybe you started because, or most of the time, many of us start businesses because we have this inner knowing, this like voice inside that tells us either we're meant for bigger things or we just feel passionate about something and we really want to be able to make an impact in that area. So something within us tells us, this is my purpose. And when you're living out a lifelong purpose, it feels a lot more important than, a temporary, than having to face a temporary failure, right? Because we can overcome those challenges and those failures and those criticisms, but we can't overcome the regret that comes from knowing that we had a purpose, but we just ignored it because we were too afraid. And here's the deal. Doing anything challenging or impactful in your lifetime is bound to come with a side of criticism and failure, but just know that you will survive. Take each of these as a lesson, a learning experience, and then decide how you're going to move forward with more knowledge and experience. And as a result of that, more confidence going forward. Don't let these things hold you down. The next belief that you need in order to be a successful entrepreneur, um, and again, applying this to any other area of your life or, you know, say you're not an entrepreneur but it's important for you to play big, is that your product or service isn't meant for everyone. And again, if you don't have a product or service, just recognize that you are not meant for everyone. So when you own a business one of the first things that you should know is that you shouldn't be marketing to everyone. Because what happens is if you feel the need to invite everyone to the table, chances are that you're inadvertently inviting nobody to the table. So if you think of it this way, and I actually got the inspiration for this metaphor through the Copy Cure um, course that I took from Marie Forleo. So if you think of it this way, if you hosted a ladies night, the ladies would come because they'd know the party was meant for them, right? Oh, ladies night, I'm a lady, I'm here. But then if you hosted an everyone night, then who would come? Like, who would know that the party was designed for them? An everyone night, hmm, who is everyone? Well, I don't want to go to an everyone night because I don't feel special. Like, I don't know what kind of music they're going to be playing or what kind of vibe there's going to be. I'm not showing up. So it's so important for you to show up in your truth and your authentic expression. And that can like be something that we hear so often that it's easy to overlook. And we're so sick of hearing that, but it's true because you showing up in your fullest, most authentic expression is going to repel the people who are not right for you. So instead of you saying, oh shoot, they don't like me. I should change how I'm showing up or who I am let them go. Let them go find people that they resonate with and instead turn your attention to the people who are saying, oh my gosh, I needed that message so much today. Wow, I just relate to you so much. Wow, you inspire me. And focus on those people because those are your people. So the goal is not to get as many followers and customers as possible The goal is to invite loyal and raving fans who are a good fit for what you offer, who are going to benefit the most from what you create or what you, what you make or give. So when it comes to your business, make sure to focus on quality, quality instead of quantity. And again, if you don't own a business, focus on the quality of friends that you have versus the quantity, the quality of the job versus the amount that you're making, Whatever it is that feels important to you when I say that. So the last thing that you need to know is that progress and success come from the pull and not the push. So have you ever noticed that when you constantly push yourself, like push yourself to do something, even when you don't want to, like, come on, you're going to do it. You're going to do it. You eventually get burned out, burnt out. But we're raised in a society where the message that we receive is no pain, no gain, hustle harder. Uh, I know my brother was a Marine, and so their motto is pain is weakness, leaving the body. And I totally understand why it's so hard for us to release control, because it feels scary. We feel that we have to push ourselves, otherwise we are going to lack motivation to move forward And so we do this thing where we just like, um, I don't know. I just imagine myself like a clone of me, like beating myself like forward, like pushing myself forward and saying, come on, come on. And like me crying and saying, I'm tired. But then that voice is like, or that clone is like, no, you don't get to rest. Um, because we think if we rest, we're going to fail. Right. So you've probably been led to believe that if you're not pushing yourself, you're going to become complacent. That's why I think so many people are also afraid of the concept of intuitive eating and body positivity because they feel that if they stop beating themselves up for what they look like, then they're just going to stop caring about their body completely. And so maybe you feel this way. Maybe you feel that if you don't beat yourself up for not following through with something, you're going to become soft and you're just going to let yourself get away with things. And I was raised that same way. I was raised to believe that as well. And over time, and especially through actually discovering intuitive eating and um, learning to accept and be more gentle on my body... It's something that has transferred to all other areas of my life because the biggest lesson that I learned was that it's actually way more effective to release control, to let go, and then allow myself to be pulled in the direction that I'm trying to go based on what my intuition is telling me, based on the opportunities that present themselves in front of me and I get to make a decision based on me following the things that I feel passionate about, doing more of the things that make me feel good. And so it never feels forced anymore. It just feels like I'm being led in the direction that I need to go. So I seek inspiration through learning new things, through meditating, and through doing a lot of self-care. Those are my foundations, really, for everything else that I do in life. And it's from that place that I actually become more motivated than I ever have, to have been to be more creative and always be able to up-level myself as needed. Um, So I've noticed that I make more progress when I allow myself to be pulled in the direction I'm trying to go versus trying to push myself to get there. It's a whole different kind of energy. And I forget which book, but I recently read in a book something about Something similar about, you know, if you think about it this way, if you're pushing yourself and you're beating yourself up into submission and trying to get yourself to um, be motivated in a more forceful kind of way, then once you get to where you're trying to go, because again, as I always say, there is no destination, but once you make progress... First of all, will you still be so hard on yourself that you're still afraid to release control and you won't allow yourself the space to feel grateful, to stand at the top of the mountain and enjoy the view because you're so afraid to let loose. And so, and I know a lot of people that experience success, but they're too afraid to enjoy it. And so what's the point of that? If you're pushing yourself so hard But then you can't even enjoy the view at the top and this bringing this back to weight loss as well or or body image. I know that for years I worked really hard to get a certain physique, but I didn't get to enjoy that physique because I was so scared that I would get too comfortable in my body and then I would gain the weight back and I would go back to my old habits. And so, sure enough, that's what happened. And then I had to realize, well, this isn't even this isn't even worth it. This isn't even fun. And that's where I had that. That's where I discovered that releasing control and allowing myself to just enjoy the process and just trust in the process, trust in my ability to be led, to seek more joy, to find what I'm passionate about, um, and to really. Nurture the relationships that I have with others and myself. So, what can help you is to really focus on ways that you can become more inspired and feel your best because that's how you're going to inevitably create the success you desire. The success is just a side effect of really you becoming the best version of yourself or living your best life or just following through with, um, within reason, of course, like what you know, because some people. Another thing that some people say is that, well, it's not realistic for me to quit my job right now, and so I can't really enjoy life, or um, or maybe in that moment you don't feel that it's possible for you ever to do that because I have kids to take care of, or, you know. And so with everybody's circumstance, because everybody's circumstance is so individual, you have to decide within the realm of of your capability in this moment like what step can i take next what step can i take to get closer to that vision so like this morning i took my morning walk before i started work my morning walk outside and i reflected on the fact that that walk was something that i manifested for years actually that i had this ideal day of what it would look like to work from home And I had written it out and I had envisioned it and I had decided like, how amazing would that be to start the day out with just a long walk in nature? And so I, it's not like I had that ideal day in mind and that vision in mind. And then I snapped my fingers and there I was, right? It was years in the making It was me always having that vision in the back of my mind and then taking steps that would bring me closer. Figuring out, okay, how can I make this work right now? How can I just move inch a little bit closer? And that took a lot of patience and that took me trusting in the journey and not feeling the need to rush everything. So remember that the success and joy is a side effect of you being really in tune with your life and your happiness and how you feel and the people that you care about. So choosing to become an entrepreneur or playing big means putting yourself out there in a big way. It can be really scary, lonely, and sometimes it's just downright hard. But keeping these beliefs close to you, the ones that I've outlined today, especially on those harder days, is going to help keep you going, even when you feel like you want to give up. So remember that you can do this. Just keep moving forward, learning the lessons, and making the adjustments needed, and the success will come. So if you want to learn the tools and habits that are going to keep you in a creative, motivated state as often as possible, like I talked about, keeping yourself feeling good is key, then make sure to check out my course, Vibrancy on Demand. And that is available to you in the show notes or at laurenkepler.com under courses, under the courses tab. So next week, we're going to talk about how you can develop an abundant mindset. So we're going to talk about mindful practices that you can incorporate and how you can relate to your money and some other things. So I can't wait to talk to you then, but until then, just remember that you are enough and you are doing enough.